Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you this afternoon, and you guys are in for such a real treat. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Tyfke Real Estate, the man himself, Mr. Matt Tyfke. How are you, man? I'm doing great, man. I really appreciate you having me on. I'm excited and uh, here to be a value and add as much value as I possibly can. And you know, I believe every word of that. You and I had a chance to visit briefly a few weeks ago. I could hear it in your voice, the passion and a sincere commitment to genuinely serving, serving first, serving early, serving often. And, and I can't thank our mutual friend, uh, Josh Carnes, enough for, uh, for getting us connected. And because of that, I have so been looking forward to doing this interview. I got a thousand questions, Matt. We're not going to get to them all. But, but maybe a good place to start. How would you articulate mission, purpose? What, what are you and your team really, really out there trying to do for folks? Yeah, I love it. Great question. Uh, start with the core values and the core focus, and then I'll give you the uh, the dream and the vision that we are trying to accomplish. So core values as a company, we believe, number one, that there's opportunities for everybody, no matter your race, your gender, anything. There's an opportunity at TRE in real estate for you. We believe that everybody works with us and not for us. So we're a team and we're in the trenches with you to figure out how to grow together. And then lastly, we believe in having a no fear attitude and just jumping in headfirst and taking on challenges. And the core focus as a business, we say in and on, make money in and on real estate, in as far as commissions, wholesaling, management, on as far as owning properties, flipping them, building generational wealth. And so the vision and the dream is for TRE to be the brokerage where you come to get more out of real estate for yourself and to do that with others. And we say, hey, come build your brand, build your team, be a real estate professional, utilize your license as one tool, but look for opportunities constantly. And I just believe that you have to be owning properties. And I think there's a niche of people that get their license, that want to focus on the investing side, and then they really don't find anybody who supports them to be an agent and an investor at the same time. And so all we want to do is help people create the life that they want with real estate. For everybody, that's something a little different. Some people only want to do leasing or they only want to do retail uh, or traditional real estate. And so we say, come here, recognize that it's your own small business at the end of the day, but have a built-in partner that really cares and wants to help you get wherever you want to go. And I want to be able to go around the room and talk to a hundred different people and say, hey, are you getting what you need? Are you on fire? Yes. Are you? Yes. Next person, are you? Yes. And those to be completely different uh, paths or aspects of the business that they're focusing on. And so come build what you want at TRE and let's grow together. We currently have 180 agents that are with us. Wow. We do property management. We've got a fund. We have a construction company and all different um, ways to add value. So we say, come and drum up conversations. Talk to everybody. 
and then let's figure out ways that we can grow together. So I got to know, man, what is the backstory? How in the world did you get into this line of work? Yeah, great question. So my mom moved to Austin when I was two years old. I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. And she came here, single mom, with my brother uh, and myself growing up. She raised us. And she started cleaning houses when she got here. And over a 13, 14, 15-year time period, she would buy one or two properties a year. She would save up every dollar she could. Uh, she'd buy a property. Eventually, she got out of cleaning houses and she was working at a family uh, business that my uncle started doing uh, sales for striping and paving for a concrete company and asphalt. And she then she was able to buy you know three or four a year because she was making a better salary. And so I was very blessed to see how can somebody acquire assets and what does it look like to acquire assets? And by the time I was 20 years old, I think she had 17 properties. Mm-hmm. And by no means was she raking in the money and making tons of money every month, but she was building something for the long run. And so I got to see what does it mean to own these properties? It doesn't mean that you're ready to retire. It means that you got to prepare and manage mm-hmm. these and have a good plan. And then also, what does it take to buy these properties? And it's just a a significant amount of sacrifice. There's definitely a high level of risk involved. And I was very blessed to see her do that. And so 18 years old, I got my real estate license and went all in with the goal of, let me learn how to help other people buy, and then let me go and buy my own properties over time. Well, shout out to mom. That is a fantastic story. So this has got to be, man, I, I can hear it in your voice. It, it, it must be incredibly rewarding work. What, what are you enjoying the most about it now? I love the ability to make new relationships and help people break out of barriers that they thought existed and to do that with them. And I get to have them teach me as well. So I just constantly get to talk to people, see them grow, grow with them, uh, take on challenges, take on risk. I get to build with people that I love and trust. And um, we have an amazing team in place, people that I've known my entire life. And there's an energy that people really understand. And they realize like these guys truly are here to help support me. Nobody's ever waiting on us. We almost overly check in. Hey, you good? You need anything? How can we help? Yes, Matt, you know, I told you I was good yesterday, but we err on, hey, we, we care. And if you want to get more, we're here. I'll meet you here at 7 a.m. I've got a, a fire in my eyes and a, a deep drive that came from my mom subconsciously, you know, seeing a, a single mm. mom raise two boys and hustle. It's like, I don't know any other way, um, almost to a fault where I got to like slow down sometimes and find some balance, which I'm I'm in the process of learning that in a big way right now. Um, but just very motivated to grow with people and to do things different. And I have a business mind and I study other brokerages. I read their financials. I see how they're operating. And I'm constantly with my partner, Alex, thinking, what can we do to be better every day? What can we be doing that nobody else is doing? You know, Whether that be the way we approach our social media or the way we buy real estate with agents that are partners with us. And I just feel blessed, man. I, you know, I don't think everybody is is clear on exactly what they want to do with their life and, and business life in a lot of ways. And I don't have that question. And so all I got to do is wake up and start getting after it, which nobody has to tell me to do that. I, I really enjoy it. 
And it's also Professor Matt. Yes, <laughs> that's another way Amen. that you express yeah. your talent and, and purpose and passion, isn't it? Amen. I'm teaching tonight at six o'clock at Austin Community College. I teach real estate math and also law of contracts. And that's just something that I really enjoy. I, I My focus is to support and build the people on the team. And, you know, that might be uh, helping them write a contract, although we have somebody that's full time for that, or it might be helping motivate them or, or going to a listing or meeting an investor. And I grew up playing baseball and I've, I've realized I was a catcher, right? I, I was the guy behind the plate in some sense, kind of the heartbeat of the team. You know, not, I didn't need to have all the fame or the glory, but I was, a, I was a workhorse and I was a grinder. And I look at what we're doing and I'm like, guys, I'm the catcher here. Like, I don't, I might not have all the answers, uh, but I'll do anything to support you. And when the play's at the plate, I'm not going to drop the ball. So you can count on me for that. And just solely focused on my, me supporting. And then we have other people that have different roles. And back to the with, not for, even the people that are full-time employees, they don't feel like they work for us. They just feel like they work mm. with us, which it's almost like uh, a pet peeve now when I hear people say, you know, uh, I've got a hundred people that are my agents or that they work for me. And other people can say or, or operate however they want, but it like makes me cringe to think these are, they're not my agents, mm. right? They don't work for me. Um, and so it, it's a deep meaning on, Come build what you want, and we're here to support you, and we're going to grow together. Now, there is a, a unique way that you utilize the word entrepreneurial. <laughs> Speak to that for a moment, if you would. Well, it's, it's at the core is to be an entrepreneur. I mean, that's why people want to get into real estate, I feel like, and a lot of them get put down these certain paths, and they forget why they got into it. And I was always kind of drawing out our logo and being a little artistic on how we want to design things. And then the TRE right in the middle of entrepreneur just popped out hmm. and it just looked so perfect. So it's entrepreneur capitalize the TRE right in the middle of it. And it means something. We got it trademarked. You know, we, we own that uh -huh. and come be an entrepreneur and represent clients. Absolutely. But also represent yourself and, Create properties that you're going to pass on to your kids and your grandkids and think of, you know, a hundred year business type mindset where this company is still around and not just, hey, how do we go make as much money as we can right now? So was it a catalytic moment or more of an evolution that made you such a huge believer in, in the power of connecting and, and, and adding value? Over time, I mean, it started when I was a commercial broker right out of college, I got my master's degree in real estate and went and worked for a company called Edge. And my my boss would say, go get the information on these five properties. And nobody would call me back. These commercial brokers are notorious. They're not going to call you back. Hmm. And so I started to reach out in other ways because I could never go to my boss and say, they didn't answer. I don't have the, they're like, well, what do you mean they didn't answer? Did you? Did you call them 10 times? Did you text them? Did you show up at their office? So I started buying people coffees and then I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to people. I enjoyed um, hearing things and getting these puzzle pieces and learning how the different aspects of the business worked. And I was, I went all in. I mean, I, I was having 
four to six coffees or lunches uh, scattered throughout every day, like six meetings, four to six a day. And I would get their number. I would I would say, how can I help you? I would say, give me a challenge. One guy was trying to buy a landscaping business. I slid everything off the desk and for the next two days, tried to help him buy a landscaping, landscaping company. Uh. And I just realized if you help people and you support people, not only do you get this amazing fulfillment and you do something good, you also will almost always see that come back around. It might not be today, tomorrow. It could be in 20 years, but it means something. And I try very hard to be a person who's not going to be a fly by night, who's still going to be here, who you can count on. And those are principles that nowadays it seems like everyone's just on to the next. And so we really think about things in a very long-term mindset. And you only have to see it work out a couple of times to realize that it's extremely powerful to build relationships. And as many people that you can have in your foxhole that have your back and vice versa, and you can treat them and lead with integrity, then everything becomes possible. So how does the the whole sales and marketing thing work for an organization like yours that is so focused on bringing on and providing an opportunity for other agents? And do you have to have some discipline, some rigor, some structure to your marketing? Or how do you approach that? Well, we run our entire business on an operating system called Traction where everybody has KPIs daily. They have quarterly goals that they they, uh, set for themselves and they go accomplish. But we're every day, every platform, multiple videos, got a full staff, three full-time people commenting, recording, editing, drumming up new opportunities. We teach uh, this month right now, we have a class every single day for the agents that work with us. Mm -hmm. And so you can tap into it as much as you want. You don't have to show up. You're not required to. All we really ask from people is to treat other people the way we try to treat you. Meaning, you know, I have a new agent and she she just joined uh, with us and she said, I'm trying to find investors. Well, I gave her my phone book and I said, type in the word investor. Here you go. There's literally 600 <laughs> names. And I said, take every number you want. You know, they might not remember me. Maybe they do, but call them. And that's just a matter of time until an opportunity arises. So it's not a structured path where you have to do this, but it's there when you need it. You're never going to be waiting on us and just get the lines in the water. I've I've still, and I don't brag about this. It's just, I think a very interesting thing. I've never met anybody who had uh, even close to as many contacts as I have in my phone. Um, I store everybody I talk to. I store their number, I store their information and I scroll to the bottom of my phone and there's 8,649 contacts. Wow. And I talk to people and I'm like, do you have a lot? And they're like, yeah, I got a ton. And people that think they have a ton will have like 2,000 or 3,000. Um, the only one that's ever come close, ironically, is my mom. And she's got mm. around 6,000. 6, and so it's just fascinating that, that there's a differentiator there that has really led to a, a big database. And there's no secrets to what we're doing. You know, it's marketing, sharing the vision, but then executing uh, when those leads or opportunities come our way. So what's on the horizon? I'll call it near term, you know, maybe six to 18 months. Are you looking for for new partners? You want to open TRE in new markets? What's on the what's on the project plan these days? 
Yep, that's the dream. We want to build this out all over the world, but we don't want to go and and say, "Hey, we're TRE. We're here in New York. Who wants to come uh, work with us?" We want to find the local partner first. Um, you know, there's limited time in this life, and we don't want to just say, "Let's go open up in all 50 states." But we would if we found 50 people that we really felt were aligned and knew who we were. So it's a Trammell Crow old school real estate mentality of mm. let's get aligned with somebody that's really entrenched in that market, that's a student of the game, that wants to build, and let's build together. So we're constantly looking for people that like the vision, they get it, they understand it, they're motivated, they're driven, they're value add, they're long term, they're students of the game. And then how do we go team up and build out a new market together? I, I just love your energy, and I know our listeners do a, as well. And in the same breath, you know, I also know that you're that you're human. So I'm I'm curious when the batteries do start to run a little bit low, where do you go? And I don't necessarily mean a physical place, but wh- where do you go for for inspiration to recharge those, those batteries? Yeah, I mean, just. I'm I'm big into nature. I have a very strong uh, faith in God. Uh, did a Bible study this morning. You know, brothers in Christ, sisters in Christ is a huge component for me. Uh, I got two young boys, four and two. Yeah. Have tons of fun with them. You know, married with an amazing, beautiful wife that supports me. Uh, but I, there's a lot of people here at at TRE that handle different roles. And so, like this morning, you know, I, I woke up and I went on a run. I went did a Bible study. Uh, I walked around the park, did some phone calls. I had one meeting and now I'm doing this and then I'm done for the day. And so for a long time, and this is my my new realization is like, I don't have to, you know, constantly be here and, and show people that I'm here. They know that I'm here. I've I've proven that to them and I'll continue to do that. But almost I can do less and do more. I don't have to be at the mm. office. I could be at the park and run across people or just find inspiration um, and creativity, like sometimes ideas just kind of hit me and I'll just come up with 50 ideas, you know, every 30 days or so. And I, I pass them on to Alex, my partner, and maybe he likes three of them or he says, <laughs> Hey, we're already working on some of those, but I'm, I am really in the visionary role. And so I'm not required to do much. I don't have to uh, hold down certain roles of the company. I'm very blessed to have people that hold down different aspects, which allows me to be more creative and plug in where and how I want to on a daily basis. So before we wrap, I would love to leave our listeners with a couple of actionable items. I'll call them pro tips. And rather than about real estate, I I think I'd like to get a couple of pro tips from you on, on building culture, building an organization like the one you've you've described just a couple things we should be reading or thinking about or doing or, or, or not doing anything you could offer on that front, I think would be incredibly valuable, man. Yeah, absolutely. I would say number one is just get to a point where you truly believe in what you're doing and you love it and just lead by example, show people uh, that you're doing this, that there's no secrets, be vulnerable, show people that, you're not perfect. You know, you're, I'm not sitting in a glass tower telling you what to do. I'm in the trenches with you. And to show people uh, through checking on them and, and having a, a little bit more of a conversation of, you know, they got a quick question when they call. It's like, hey, everything else good? You need anything? 
that means something. And treating people with respect, I think that if people focus a little bit more on the long run and think about 10, 20 years down the line, um, although we have challenges today, still constantly build for that long run approach and get yourself around people that have positive energy and that will be in your foxhole and support you no matter what. So just constantly uh, leading by example, um, create the life that you want daily, you know, life short. So I don't think we have to just constantly be running a sprint. Although you do, in my opinion, which I think a lot of people fail at is treat this like a job for two to three hours a day. Hmm. Force yourself to do things rather than just going with the flow all the time. Go with the flow most of the time. But for two to three hours, do something that is going to build your business that you can build upon. And then also, I always think, how can I be different? How can I do things that nobody else is doing? And what can I do that nobody else can? Like for us, for example, we've got a full marketing team. So maybe our our videos have a a different component that most people can't because they don't have three people sitting there where you have a drone shot, you know, camera shot and another angle. So like, do things that have a little bit of a spin that's different and unique and just you know like i started with whatever that is that you really dream of or you're clear on then it just becomes fun and you know no one has to ask you to do it i am so glad that i asked what marvelous counsel okay i want to make sure that if someone would like to have a more substantive conversation with you or someone on the team uh, tap into some of your work. I want to leave them with some coordinates, a, a, an easy way to get connected with you guys and, uh, and, and and tap into your work. So whatever you feel like is appropriate, website, email, LinkedIn, let's make sure that they can do that. I'm the easiest guy, man. Cell phone number, 512-914-4806. 512-914-4806. Typekey at gmail.com. TypekeyRealEstate.com. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok. We're so easy to get a hold of. And uh, we want to be a resource. We want people to reach out. We want to support them. And we do truly want to grow together. You know, hear your voice is heard. Like, you got an opinion? Let us know. We'll implement it. Well, Matt, it has been an absolute delight having you on this show, man. Thank you for investing the time and energy to share your perspective. And it's, uh, it's, it's been informative. It's been inspiring. I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. You're, uh, you're doing great work, man. Keep it up and, and know that we sincerely appreciate you, man. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate you as well. Thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, thanks for doing the show. My pleasure. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Matt Teifke with Teifke Real Estate and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane.